Blog Talk Radio. Hi everyone, this is Marty McDermott, the president of Franchise Interviews, and I can't start today's show without talking about the ISO 10002. You know, some people just love to complain, but companies have a responsibility to care. The International Organization for Standardization, ISO, has revised ISO 10002, the standard for complaint handling. This document enables organizations to foster a customer-focused environment, open the feedback, heightening their customer satisfaction. You can get the ISO 10002 standard from the American National Standards Institute, ANSI, U.S. member body of ISO. Visit ANSI.org forward slash complain to learn more. That's ANSI.org forward slash complain to learn more. Franchise Interviews. From Easton, Pennsylvania to Sydney, Australia, you're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews. Welcome to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews has been giving an up-close, behind-the-scenes look at franchising and entrepreneurship. Listen to interviews with franchisers, franchisees, franchise authors, franchise experts, and attorneys. And now... Welcome your host, Marty McDermott, and Franchise Interviews. The Stone Coat Franchise Opportunity. Are you looking for a unique and lucrative franchise opportunity? If so, take a look at Stone Coat. With a patented process which creates a true stone finish on almost any wall or ceiling, Stone Coat is a true game-changing product in the multi-billion dollar construction industry. Stone Coat is applied faster, cleaner, and cheaper than conventional quarried stone, which saves both time and money. With advantages in remodel and new construction of both residential and commercial projects, Stone Coat is a true crossover product. The Stone Coat franchise opportunity provides a low startup cost, low operating expenses, comprehensive training, ongoing support, and no royalty payments. For more information on the Stone Coat franchise opportunity, go to www.stonecoatfranchise.com. That's www.stonecoatfranchise.com or call us at 972-380-2700. That's 972-380-2700. Franchise Interviews. From Easton, Pennsylvania to Sydney, Australia, you're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to a very special edition of Franchise Interviews, where for over 12 years now, we've been asking the franchipreneurs all one. I'm your host, Marty McDermott. I'm the president of Franchise Interviews. And as we were saying earlier, we have a great show today. We're meeting with Angel Aguayo, the director of operations at Sushi Saki. And Sushi Saki, a Miami-based neighborhood sushi bar with 14 units, is now franchising and already has signed two franchise agreements in Florida. Known for an expansive menu, dramatic lounge, inspired atmosphere, and late-night hours, the founders, Angel Zagayo and James Zagayo, are now ready to take their fusion-inspired creation nationwide. Hi, Angel. How are you? Welcome to the show. Good and yourself, Marty. How are you? I'm doing great, Angel. It's great to have you on the show. We always like to ask our guests, where are you calling from this morning? Uh, Miami, Florida. Oh, lucky you. And I imagine the weather's beautiful down there today, Angel? Beautiful weather, a little hot and humid, like always, but so Miami weather. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, right. Miami is certainly one of my favorite cities, Angel, it's always, particularly when you get to go down in the wintertime. You know, I'm up in um, eastern Pennsylvania, you know, so it's, it's always great to head down to Miami that time of year. But, you know, you have an interesting story. I mean, it's one of the reasons <laughs> we started this show, Angel, was because 
you know, we found that, you know, people like, you know, yourself and your brother, uh, you know, you always have interesting stories. Maybe you can kind of go back to the beginning, you know, and, and talk about how this whole concept even came about. Back when, uh, in 2009, I mean, I, I always had a big passion to start up my own um, uh, sushi and hibachi restaurant. And I would always nice. I would frequently eat at a sushi restaurants and, and uh, a restaurant called Samurai, in, uh, which is a part of Benihana. And I would usually yeah. eat there, and I always wanted to start up, you know, the, the sushi concept. In 2009, I finally came across a small little space in uh, 147 at Burrow, which is my, my initial store, my first store. And um, I, I go up to the space, I look through the window, and I see it's called Angelo's Italian Cuisine. And I'm like, wow, mm-hmm. this, has to be a, this has to be a sign. <laughs> what a coincidence. Right. Even name after me. So I contact That's the landlord, and, and to make a long story short, I ended up uh, starting my first one there. 21 days later, I mean, I revamped the whole place, did pretty much 90% of the work myself. Uh, since before that, I was into the buying properties and remodeling and reselling. So I, I went ahead and uh, revamped the whole place and uh, did a soft opening, completely successful with friends and family. Right after that, <clears throat> a week later, we did our grand opening, October 1st, 2009, uh, literally 10 years ago. That's why we're celebrating now on October 24th, our 10-year anniversary uh, with all, you know, for all the success we've had in business. Uh, 14 stores later, I mean, it, it, we can't complain, never had to close down a store uh, I mean, the, the concept right. and, and systems we put in place, everything went together. So um, right after that, I started I started as a, as a small hibachi, I mean, a small sushi bar. It was only mm-hmm. 1,400 square feet. And uh, from there, we went to expanding. That main store, I expanded to 4,200 square feet. And uh, now it's got, it offers the tempanyaki as well. It's got pool bar. I mean, it's a, it's a complete, you know, it's a complete sit-down restaurant. It's uh, amazing atmosphere, food, everything. It's still our number one selling restaurant 10 years later. That's amazing. It's, it's, it's an amazing story when I read it. And you know what, what I thought was interesting too, is, you know, it's, I guess we can call it a family restaurant too, Angel. You, you work with your brother. What's, what's that like? He's a co-founder, isn't he? My brother and me are like one. I mean, uh, I, I, he, he wasn't, he, in the beginning, he wasn't a hundred percent into it as I was. And yeah. as he went, uh, he went seeing the growth of the product. Uh, he went, you know, he finally came on board, and and it was. I mean, I needed. I told him, I need your help. I need. I mean, we're growing pretty fast, and and I feel that that who better than you to be next to me? And uh, I mean, he's my he's my he's my other half. He's a, a thousand percent involved and in, in decisions and everything. I mean, we go through everything together. That's wonderful. How do you uh, describe Sushi Saki, uh, Angel? I mean, if you're like, you know, if you're meeting with a prospective franchisee, you know, I know you meet with a lot of prospective franchisees as well as your brother. Um, you know, how do you typically like describe the concept and how do you like distinguish it? Because it is, you're certainly different from other, uh, other sushi places. How do you describe that difference? The, the, the typical, the, the, the traditional, let's go back to this, the traditional Japanese restaurants, in the Miami yeah. and, you know, this area of southern, you know, South Florida pretty much disappeared. It all became more of a fusion, and every restaurant mm-hmm. you see and you, you go to, it's more of a fusion. It's not the traditional, you know, right. you go to New York, you go to the places, and you enjoy, you know, uni and all right. that stuff. So we, we came across doing a more of a fusion concept in which, you know, we wanted, in the beginning, we started with all the music videos. So you would sit down in the restaurant, and you'd be, you know, having joined lunch, dinner, and you'd be looking at music videos. Along the way, we went ahead and went uh, fading away from that. 
uh, we changed, we revamped, revamped the whole new look. We gave him more of an organic, you know, brought in all the organic, you know, uh, elements and more of the natural woods and just right. change the whole feel and vibe of the places. I mean, you you walk into one of our restaurants and you'll feel the warmness and and yeah. and the fact that we have uh, our exposed kitchens. That's another thing that creates a different feel. I mean, it's it's, it's a completely right. different uh, experience by far. What's what's your favorite, Angel? I mean, you know, I, I know you're a big fan of sushi. Obviously, you know, you, you've you've liked it your whole life. I mean, when you walk into your own restaurants, I know it's a tough question, but you know, if you, if I was there, what what would you recommend to me to 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 order that particular day? If you're, if obviously my favorite is the Angel Row, and that's the one I uh, our signature row is still the number one selling right. row. Yeah, wow. we also have a pretty cool uh, creation, which is the Bobby Salad. The Bobby Salad consists of the tuna tartare with an avocado crab oh, salad. God. I mean, it's yeah. just amazing. It's got a little kick to it, and it's, I mean, it's refreshing, amazing. I'm, I'm a big fan of the Wahoo Tapaki. That's, uh, uh-huh. that's also a very, very, you know, very light plate, very healthy on the healthy side. And then if we go into the hibachi, the filet and lobster is my very favorite. Um, wow. That's usually one. When, when I walk into my restaurant, I'm hungry. I'll have the chest yeah. meat of filet and lobster. <laughs> oh wow! And that comes it's, that, it's, our hibachi. Yeah. Our hibachi special comes with the you know when you order filet and lobster, you just don't get the filet and lobster. You'll get the fried rice, which is one of our signature uh, items and oh, and God. most like items. Oh. The fried rice, and it comes with the shrimp sauce, which is a white sauce. Amazing, it's just mouth watering. Ah, oh, that's amazing. It's it's I I love sushi, uh, Angel. You know, I mean, I could eat it every mm-hmm. day. You know what what amazes me about you know, and you've been following the industry a long time, is is the growth of, I guess we can call it the sushi industry, Angel. I mean, it really has grown over the last decade and even more so two decades, hasn't it? I mean, are, are there any numbers as far as, like, what the sushi industry is up to? I mean, it must be pretty high up there. I mean, Asian cuisine itself, I believe it's number one in the in the industry right now. And uh, yeah, there's, there's, there's different concepts and different, but I mean, I feel our concept is so much better. It's, you know, we've, we've gone ahead and systemized everything. We have created little systems right. for everything. And as much as, you know, we have 14 corporate stores, these corporate stores are ran as if they were franchises because of the fact that I went going as, you know, until I, uh, I have four stores, I would do payroll, I would do everything. So I know it's very manageable right. and very easy for a, fran- a new franchisee to be able to, you know, follow, follow uh, the systems we put in place. That's great. How are you using technology today, Angel? I mean, I'm sure it's changed, right, from, I mean, when you were started the business 10 years ago to where you are today. I mean, uh, how is Sushi Saki using technology today for, for the organization? The, the, the systems, all, all our, everything has pretty much systems, even the kitchen. Uh, they have, uh, we, we use Cisco as our main food provider, mm-hmm. and they have a right. tablet which... Uh, they order all their, you know, all their items, and they get delivered twice a week uh, for restaurants. That way, we we have the consistency, and and we I, I as a I as a franchisor have the right to to look at at the dashboard and see, you know, the, an ordering history and make sure that all the all the items that we you know usually buy are the ones that we're buying and not alter anything. Because I'm a big fan of you know fresh fish, fresh uh, meat. Uh, fresh uh, chicken and, and nothing being frozen. The, you know, once you freeze your, your meats and chicken and stuff, the quality goes down. Mm-hmm. So I'm, a, I'm, right, a, I'm a big right. believer in, you know, in the daily fresh. Fresh. 
absolutely. I think that's that's so important. What's been one of the most interesting things that's happened to you, you know, since launching the business, Angel? I mean, I'm sure you probably have a hundred or two hundred different stories you, you can tell to me. But I mean, does anything stand out over the last, like, let's say, decade? I mean, that really, you know, you, you say wow to. I just, I mean, from the get-go, I'll be honest, Marty. We 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 had, you know, immediate success. We started a, yeah. that first little one on 147 and Bird, and that was like, yeah. I, I, it was a Thursday. Uh, we do a grand opening party, and I have six to 800 people outside. We always do this, <laughs> and we kept it as a tradition to do a nice big grand opening and let know the area that, you know, that right. Sushisaki is there. So that was one of our main things, our grand openings, and, and, and just marketing itself is, is very important. Marketing, to me, is key to success. And if you don't market your product, you're not making it, you know, you got to let everybody right. know that you have a brand and you have a good product. And not all businesses, you know, because we've been doing this show, Angel, now like 12 years, you know, we have a lot of stories. I mean, it didn't start off that way. You know what I mean? It's just amazing that you started off right from the get-go. It was a hit. So right. I think, you know, you knew right away that, you know, you had something, which I, I think is terrific. Maybe we could talk a little bit about um, franchising, Angel. Um, that, you know, at what point did you decide that, you know, you said, okay, we're ready to franchise this concept. And then how did you know you were ready? That's a good question, Marty, because ever since I started, I met with my POS, which is still my same POS guys. And I still use my same wow. guy to build my restaurant. So we've kept wow. a good consistency, even on employees. So I meet with my uh, franchise, with my, I'm sorry, with my POS uh, guy. And he tells me, Angel, man, I mean, I go to restaurants all the time and I see all these, yeah. you know, new concepts popping up. But I feel this is going to be like, a, you know, that something very franchisable. Right. I go to him, David, David, you know what? You're absolutely right. I mean, so I told him, when I get to 10 restaurants, I'll, I'll start franchising. I wanted to, I mean, right. I'm a control freak, so I want, to, I want to make sure everything was perfectly <laughs> operated. Everything was in place before I went on to moving on to that. You know, I didn't want to lose quality for quantity. So I feel right. now we're completely ready. We're very established. We have a proven product, and I feel it would, it would be very good for any uh, new entrepreneur to, to go ahead and take on this concept. What do you and your brother look for, Angel? I mean, when you're meeting with a prospective franchisee, I mean, you mentioned, you know, you like to have that control. So I'm sure there's, like, certain characteristics you and your brother look for before you go taking on a new franchisee. Maybe you could talk a little bit about that. A lot of times, you, you know, you evaluate every situation differently. And then I'll, right. I'll, I'll have this happen during even expo shows, franchise shows that we've assisted. And um, when, when the, the potential franchisees come along, I look for, I mean, we got to start with energy. You, you need that energy. Right. and You become the face of the, of the restaurant. And, and that's one of my main things. When I see the energy and I enthusiasm into the product, that's number one. Then we go on to the skills part where, I feel that any potential person that, that has, a, you know, the basic uh, business skills can go ahead and take on this because of the fact that we have all the systems in place for them to go ahead and take over, right. you know, and, and, and be able to manage these restaurants. Once they have the right management in place, they go into micromanaging. And that, that's a lot, you know, you, you, we have, you know, we have guys that, that like to be the, the face of the place. And then we have, we'll have, uh, 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 an operator that will want to micromanage and have the right team in place so they don't have to be there all the time. And it's also right. very doable. 
what's what's the training like, Angel? I mean, once you decide that you know you do indeed like them, you know they like you and they do want to you know come on board as as a franchisee. I mean, do they come to Miami then for training? Is that how it works? Yeah, our training facility is our main store, and uh, okay. the re- the reason for that is because that's where I have my two executive chefs, which are my kitchen executive chef and my sushi bar executive chef. And those two guys will walk you through every little step. I mean, from making all our sauces, all our sauces are made from scratch. Um, even our garlic butter is made all with natural garlic. And, and those are secrets that we have that, that make our food, you know, different from the rest. Um, the training process will take anywhere from three to four weeks. Um, okay. That being said, everybody's different. I mean, you got guys that are faster, but I mean, we will assist. And there is, to me, there's no limits. If I have to come in and, and give them another two weeks and three weeks and make sure that they right. are operating how we want them to, it will be done. That's not a problem. That's terrific. What, what do you like most about the restaurant industry? I mean, it seems like, you know, you were kind of destined, Angel, to go into the restaurant industry. What do you like most about it? I just love, I'm a people person, and I, I love, Yeah. when I opened my first one, I was the face of the restaurant, and everybody would walk in, and where's Angel? And where's Angel? Still, eventually, <laughs> I have to move in. Move, yeah. move out to build other stores and everything else. But I was the face. I was cooking for the first three months. I was making sure I knew wow. every little thing about the restaurant. And, uh, and I mean, I, it's, I enjoyed every, every minute of it. I really did. It's something that I love. You have to have a passion for it. If you don't yeah. have love and passion for whatever you do, you're not going to make, yeah. you're not, you're not going to become the best at it. So that's why I look for energy when I find new potential franchises. Agreed. Yeah. And you're kind of segueing into my next question, Angels, because, you know, in studying your background, you know, you seem to me like a real entrepreneur based on everything that you've experienced and learned up to this point. What advice would you give to our listeners in their quest to buy a franchise? Because both of our listeners do know that they want to get into franchising or they have it in their mind, but you know that there's a lot out there from everything you've learned up to this point. What advice would you give them? I mean, there's there's uh, there's a lot of opportunities, a lot of different franchises out there, especially now. You have yeah. so many different options. But me, I mean, if you go into the number side, which is very important, you go to our, our AUV is 1.8 million per store. So you have, you know, now you're not only going to invest into something that you're going to say, okay, I'm the owner of Sushi Saki. No, you have a good profit margin restaurant in place where, you know, if you operate it right and you have the right people in place, it, it'll be very successful and you can expand and you can grow into having other stores. So it's right. something that, I mean, I feel our concept is a lot better than many others, and I won't put down any because that's not what we're here for. Yeah. But there is right. many concepts out there. But I feel that ours is a very good concept. It's very manageable. Very, It, 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 can, it can easily, if it's a smaller location, anywhere from 50 to 2,000 square feet, it can easily be put on auto pipe in which, you you know, these uh, potential franchisees become micromanagers and can go ahead and grow into restaurants. What areas of the country are you looking towards, Angel? Now that you know, you know, you said, okay, you want to take this nationwide. Are, are there any certain parts of the countries that you are looking for specifically? Well, right now we're, we're pretty open. We're, we're expanding pretty uh, – we, we've opened the map up because I feel that this can be done anywhere. Okay. It, you're not you're not limited to say okay, well you can't do this and you can do this anywhere. Uh, I'm very right. I'm a big fan of New York, uh, L.A., Houston. Sure. Uh, I mean Texas is huge, uh, even Orlando because yeah. all our 14 yeah. stores are in South Florida. So now 
we're expanding. You know, I want to start moving north. And Orlando is another big opportunity. And uh, there's a lot of traffic. There's a lot of tourism. There's a lot of uh, uh, population. So Orlando is another good place. There, there's so much room for growth. I mean, it's not it's not normal. We're 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 projecting a good hundred stores within the next five years. So. And we're ready. Yeah, for it. I mean, it makes sense. I mean, sushi's become a, a normal part of people's diet, too, it seems like, doesn't it, Angel? I mean, it seems like, you know, more people are eating sushi today than compared to 20 years ago. You know, it almost seems commonplace, you know. To, yeah. yeah, go ahead. Marty, there's so many healthy choices when you come into the sushi menu. I mean, you can either yeah. eat, you know, something that's a little bit more fatty, or you can go into eating all of, you know, your fresh fish, uh, tatakis, yeah. You got, I mean, our salads are amazing, are made fresh as well every day. There's so many different options when it comes to sushi that, that creates today's day, you know, the healthy choice and everything else. I mean, it's just right. a different experience. And whether you're having lunch or dinner, it's still something that you want, you know. Right, of course. Absolutely. What What's the best way, Angel, for our listeners to get more information on Sushi Sake? As the product itself, of course, and, and, and even more so the, the franchise opportunity. Are there any websites that you can kind of like direct them to? Sure. You can uh, log into SushiSakeMiami.com, and uh, there you can get all the information for, uh, for, for franchising. You, you hit on the link franchise, and there's a number there. Uh, and uh, pretty much, it's a it's a pretty three it's a three step evaluation, so it's nothing big, and that'll let okay. us know if you're ready to to franchise or not. And I want to congratulate you on your tenth anniversary. You said that's next week, right, Angel? Is that on the twenty fourth in Miami? October twenty fourth. We're doing it big. We just it's just a big way of saying thank you to all you know to all the success we've had along the way, and uh, we're doing it. I mean, we're we're blasting it pretty big. It's on all the local radio stations, and we have live entertainment, uh, local DJs, uh, free food, free drinks. It's a big event. We're expecting at least a thousand people on that event. That's fantastic. Well, I want to congratulate you on all your success, Angel, to you and your brother. You know, and I'd like to already invite you back over the next year or so as you continue to grow because I think this is a wonderful concept. Absolutely, and thank you so much for your time as well, Marty. This has been my pleasure, Angel. We'll be right back with more franchise interviews. Coming up on segment two, you're going to hear what every franchisepreneur needs to know before buying a franchise. We're going to play a clip from our popular Great Quotes in Franchising podcast right here on Franchise Interviews. Are you looking for a franchise that delivers... Businesses will always need shipping, and for more than 25 years, loyal customers have depended on Unishippers for reliable savings and exceptional customer service. Unishippers is focused on just one thing, helping small and medium-sized businesses save time and money on all their shipping needs. And as the largest reseller of complete shipping services in the country, we have the buying power to ensure that we succeed. The Unishippers franchise offers low startup costs, no equipment or real estate required because they're not retail, residual income, and a quality of life and work-life balance. For more information on becoming a Unishippers franchisee, go to www.unishippers.com and click Franchise Opportunities or call Franchise Development at 801-708-5822. That's 801-708-5822. 
franchisers? Are you looking to reach aspiring entrepreneurs looking to buy a franchise? Are you looking to reach a highly educated audience on franchising? For over eight years, Franchise Interviews has been giving an up-close, behind-the-scenes look at franchising and entrepreneurship through our website, FranchiseInterviews.com, where you can hear and read interviews as well as get tips from some of the most successful sources in franchising. Our weekly franchise radio show where each week you get to hear a new interview with franchisers, franchisees, franchise authors, franchise experts and attorneys, and our podcast, Great Quotes in Franchising. For more information, go to FranchiseInterviews.com or call us at 610-905-2919. That's 610-905-2919. Today's great quote in franchising is being brought to you by... The Stone Coat Franchise Opportunity. Are you looking for a unique and lucrative franchise opportunity? If so, take a look at Stone Coat. With a patented process which creates a true stone finish on almost any wall or ceiling, Stone Coat is a true game-changing product in the multi-billion dollar construction industry. Stone Coat is applied faster, cleaner, and cheaper than conventional quarried stone, which saves both time and money. With advantages in remodel and new construction of both residential and commercial projects, Stone Coat is a true crossover product. The Stone Coat Franchise Opportunity provides a low startup cost, low operating expenses, comprehensive training, ongoing support, and no royalty payments. For more information on the Stone Coat Franchise Opportunity, go to www.stonecoatfranchise.com. That's www.stonecoatfranchise.com or call us at 972-380-2700. That's 972-380-2700. Hi, everyone. This is Marty McDermott from Franchise Interviews, and welcome to another edition of Great Quotes in Franchising. Reach podcast you get to hear a great quote in franchising. You know, we've been hosting Franchise Interviews many years now, and the way this whole podcast came about was we were looking to do, over the years, we've had some great quotes on our show. So we decided to do these like little mini clips of kind of like a best-of segment, uh, because it was some really great, significant information within each show. And we didn't realize that the podcast, this particular podcast, was going to turn into something just as big as the radio show. So today you're going to get to hear an interesting clip from Larry Sadati, and he is the chief development officer of a franchise called Paris Spaghetti. And he says something really interesting. We're going to call this podcast, You Really Gotta Love Me, but you got to listen to it to find out why. Get into franchising, but we find from doing the show such a long time now that Many aspiring franchipreneurs, they don't know where to begin. What advice would you give to them in their quest to buy a franchise because you've been doing this such a long time now? I I would say you look at something that you can get passionate about and are very excited about. Mm-hmm. Don't, you need to be clear on what your objectives are and your goals. Um, right. You need, to, you need to look beyond the the superficial stuff like, Again, I know money is is extremely important, but you got to look past just the money part of it. Mm-hmm. You got to right. look at something that you're you can get heavily invested in emotionally and and also financially, and that you you believe in. And when I say that, the, the most important part of a franchise franchise relationship is alignment. 
you have to make sure that you're aligned with that company that you would be getting involved with, and they're aligned with you, and right. which means you have to believe in what they believe in. You have to you have to have similar values, and you have to make sure that you you are in tune with the leadership of that company, mm-hmm. that you know them intimately, and understand what they're what what's driving them and what what. You basically got to put yourself in the organization, right? And and try to come out with the, a decision that you feel totally comfortable with and aligned with, and just make sure that all the pieces are in place and you do your due diligence. Don't get trapped into something that you think is a hot concept or. Mm-hmm. Um, something that looks great today because there's a lot of here today is gone tomorrow and I live in the county yeah. that right now. I can't tell you how many times I get the question because, you know, doing the show such a long time, Larry, is, you know, from an aspiring franchise, it's like, what's hot right now in franchising? You know, and you're right. I yeah. typically have the same responses. You know, you might want to be a little careful about, you know, what's hot today because you're right. It, it, it's a lot of times it's, it's gone in five years, isn't it? Yeah, and you also you, you've got to be aware of how easy it is to get involved in it because if it's easy, people are going to spring up into it, sure. and it's going sure. to get. There are, you know, the the pizza space right now is is going through that. There's going to be a consolidation mm-hmm. because in every region, there's no clear dominant player yet. Right. But you have all these players, and they can't yeah. all survive. And no, they can't. Sooner or later, you know. You, you can get caught up in something like that saying it's really, really hot. It's a great concept, but, you know, when guys start putting two or three of them within two blocks of each other and you start splitting the market and everything becomes commoditized, you know, that's a lower, low barrier of entry sure. category that can deceive you into a bad decision. I'm not saying right. it's a bad decision. I'm just saying right. it's an example of getting into something that is, not really a high barrier of entry category, so you have to be very sure. careful and make a very careful decision. Yeah, I think that's well said. And I like how you used on, on several instances in this interview, Larry, is, is you emphasize the word relationship. You know, and a lot of times when someone will ask me, you know, they'll, to describe a franchise, you know, is, is that's what I describe it as. It's, it's a relationship, isn't it? And you kind of put an emphasis also on that, you know, having that trust in the franchisor is a key element of franchising, isn't it? At the end of the day, if you're married, this is your second spouse. Yeah, and well said. If you're not married, this is your first spouse. And anyone that's ever been married knows you better be completely aligned with who you're marrying or else things don't go right. And that, that's yeah. a painful. That's very painful when it spins out and goes the wrong way. So... You know, when when I speak with franchisees and, and I'm, you know, one of the things that I often say is, look, we're going to be married. This is a contract, but it's a marriage. Right. And you really got to love me because if you don't. <laughs> I like that. It, it's, it's going to be, it's not going to end well. And you just need to look at it as, hey, we're, we're dating and we're going to get engaged and then we're going to get married and, right. you know. We're not always going to agree, but at least we know that we can disagree and walk away and come back and, and agree on other things. It's got to be that, that kind of a relationship. 
That's great. We have this um, free quotes and franchising podcast. We're going to put that in there, Larry. I think that is great advice to our listeners. You know, it- If you'd like to listen to that whole show with Larry Sadati of Paris Baguette, all you have to do is go to FranchiseInterviews.com, go to our Franchise Interviews by Category page, and then go to the food section, and you can actually hear that whole interview. It was a fantastic show, a podcast we did with Larry. So, And finally, we just want to thank everyone for making this podcast such a big hit. It's hard to imagine we've been doing this podcast uh, radio show almost a decade now, so it's really uh, quite incredible how quickly the time has gone by. So we want to thank everyone for listening, and we'll see you again soon with another edition of Great Quotes in Franchising from Franchise Interviews. Take care, everyone. Franchise Interviews. From Easton, Pennsylvania to Sydney, Australia, you're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews.